surprise, do not change that dial. As you've noticed, we have a new intro. Hell yeah, and it's awesome. It is fucking sick. And it's 100% ours. And we're excited about it. I am extremely stoked about it. So if you tuned in today and you're like, hold up, this isn't the intro that I'm used to, it's because it's not. We want to give a big shout out to our buddy John from the Belief Hole podcast who put this new intro together for us. It is fucking sick. You killed it, homie. You slaughtered this. Yeah. In the best way possible. Like, I am, I couldn't be happier with it. I'm stoked on it. Like, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, man, this is a fucking banger. This is us. This is a banger. It is us. That being said, we're back. We are your hosts. Steve. And Kyle. And we are the Hollow Sky Podcast. Yeah. We've taken a little break. We uh, did some vacation stuff yep. and this, that, and the other. Um, Let's see here. What else we got coming up? A happy 4th of July to all of our uh, stateside folk. Yeah, that's uh, when this episode will be dropping is on the 4th. Yeah, yeah. Happy Canada Day to all our Canadian listeners. It was yesterday. So keep it real up north. Uh, what else we got? That probably about covers it for right now. We're going to go through all the business, but yeah, hope you guys dig the new intro. We're we're pretty stoked on it. So, check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, wherever the fuck you want to go and be social. Search up the House Guy Podcast. Look us up. Come and hang out. Share memes, weird stories, weird pictures, whatever. Just wet your weird whistle. And share with everybody. Come to the Discord, too. The Discord's pretty friggin' sick. Got a bunch of good people in there. Yeah, it's a good place to be. Um, If you have a paranormal experience you'd like for us to feature, well, feature on a future show, Kyle's got all the details that you need. Yeah, you can type that out and email it to us, or you can use uh, like a recording software on your smartphone there, and then shoot that via email to hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. You can also call the most hated hotline on the planet, our holophone, and <laughs> leave a message. And the number for that is going to be 1618-556-0837. You can also text that, send a pictures, whatever you want to do. It's there for all of your weirdness. And fret not. We love the holophone despite what a lot of, well, not a lot, despite what people want to talk shit about. Yeah, so holophone's kind of hit and mess, but we're just going to run with no, it. No, I think it's a hit. That's what we do. I think it's a hit. And from there, I know you're all sitting there thinking, hmm, how, how can I support these two fine gentlemen? Well, there's all kinds of ways you can do it. We have a Patreon. You can go check that out. See if there's something that interests you there. Speaking of which, all of uh, new patrons that have signed up within the last like month or so, be sure to send us a private message with your shipping address so we can get you some goodies out. Oh, what else do we got? We got a uh, Venmo if you'd like to throw some monster change into the Venmo to keep our monsters flowing. That's cool, and we appreciate you. Uh, we have a P.O. Box... That you can send us uh, cool stuff too, which I want to shout out. Our buddy Troy sent us some cool shit the other day. He sent us some uh, Mulder and Scully action figures, which are residing in Kyle's Sick. Kyle's pod room. Thank you, um, homie. I appreciate that. Yes, very much so. He sent us some uh, of his coffee. Uh, I don't drink coffee, but my girlfriend does, so she's been enjoying the old wake and bake quite a bit yeah my i don't drink coffee either but my wife does and she said it was actually pretty fucking good yeah sarah said the same thing she's like my my wife's like hey this is surprisingly like really good i'm like that's awesome to hear hell yeah keep up the good work troy it's got like a hair in my mouth from my monster can oh it's kind of gross fuzzy monster (laughs) and um I want to shout out our friend Ashley, who sent us over these. I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong, but they're called Grether Pastilles for throat and voice uh, healing. So we got a whole big box of these things. I just tried one. Does my voice sound sexier, Kyle? Yeah. Sick. So they work. Yeah. 
So big shout out for the gifts, everyone. If you got something weird you want to send us, the P.O. Box should be in the show notes. Another way you can support us, the best way, word of mouth. Tell all your friends about the show. Keep the listener base growing. And we'll see where it goes from here. You can also leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will gladly shout you out on a future show. Today comes to us from the great country of Australia. Bish1979 says, Great stories and banter. Five stars. Good day, gents. Just dropping a quick hello and review from Melbourne, Australia. Love the show. Banter and stories are fantastic. Best wishes for the future of the show and keep up the good work. Can't wait for more great shows. Well, Bish, thank you. I appreciate you. This is awesome. That is awesome. Um, Where are we at now? Man, it feels like it's been such a long time since i've done this yeah i know we had uh, a vacation and everything and it we forgot how to podcast yeah it's it's been a minute so feel free to talk shit on us uh listener experience of the day here we go weird shit to share uh did not actually leave a name but i'm gonna read it anyway it says, hi, guys. I was listening to episode 162 and felt compe- compelled to share. If you want weird shit, I've got it. I'm a well-known <laughs> I'm a well-known queen of weird shit. In the episode, I noticed the Appalachian Mountains were the focus of mysterious UFO events, and I can confirm as I live in western northern Carolina on a mountain that is aligned with the 37th parallel. I will share a related story below, but if you want more experiences, I can send you my book, Life Beyond Us. Oh. Enjoy the mystery and thank you. This is from Jennifer. She did put her name in here. It's just Steve didn't read ahead. I didn't read ahead. So, first story, clicking beings. After getting comfy in bed one night, I began to hear a strange out-of-this-world sound coming from my deck. I was lying on my side, my back to the deck. The noise sounded so creepy, I just laid still. I adopted the what-I-don't-know-won't-bother-me intelligence, and I had no intention of rolling over to see what it was. My dogs also heard the noise. Both sat up, on guard, looking out the window. I next heard what I could only describe as a spaceship sound in the air. Whatever it was landed on my back deck. I had never given much focus to alien beings, so I figured it had to be the wind simply sounding like a spaceship, until my dogs jumped off the bed in full-on attack mode, barking at the window. I didn't know if the beings could see us or try to come in, so I was quite freaked out. I I stressfully whispered to the dogs to be quiet and get back in the bed. I didn't want whatever they were to know we were inside. The dogs returned to the bed, and I grabbed a hold of them. I kept praying, God, please don't let them see us. Please don't let them see us. Then a high-pitched sound hit the air, making everything silent, and I heard what sounded like a pressurized door open. As if that weren't enough to scare me out of my skin, I then heard two beings walking on my deck. One went to one end of the deck, and the other to the other end. As I lay there frozen in place, my dog strangely didn't move a muscle either. I listened to the two beings begin to communicate with each other in a clicking language. One would click a sequence of clicks, then the other would respond similarly. As I listened, I noticed the dogs were listening too. They cocked their heads as each being clicked. The beings spoke back and forth for a few minutes. While they communicated with each other, I sensed they were unaware unaware that the dogs and I were inside. While this was a rare experience, nearly equal parts chilling and thrilling in retrospect, at the times, I just wanted the beings to go. I thankfully soon heard the craft start, the pressurized door close, and the visitors left. I have no, having no desire to sleep, it dawned on me that the reason the beings didn't seem to be aware the dogs and I were inside was due to what the roping creature had done on my deck. Then again, that little reaper may have been making some type of landing strip. Either way, I felt what the deck creature had done with the rope cloaked us from the clicking beings. Uh, while they chose my balcony out of all the other houses in the world is beyond me. Being deeply curious, I decide to call the not-for-profit Mutual UFO Network, MUFON, to report the incident. The lead investigator called me back and informed me that there had been increased reports in my area. He explained what I had described had been reported by many people before. When I asked why the visitors chose my deck, he laughed and said, you must be psychic or an energy-sensitive person because they often connect with people who have extrasensory abilities. Next time it happens, he he continued, be sure to look and take pictures. I replied, yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. I didn't worry about those other worldly beings appearing again because honestly I felt completely protected. I had no further contact with these clicking beings until seven years later. They're back. 
Seven years later, a new client came to my salon for hair services. She was visiting the area on vacation, and we connected instantly. She asked me to join her for dinner in conversation at her place one evening. I arrived at her short-term rental as planned, and we enjoyed an evening of higher consciousness conversation. During our discussion, she asked me if I believed in alien life forms and otherworldly beings. I responded with a chuckle, saying, Well, I wasn't sure at first, but then I had an experience that made me wonder. I continued by telling her about all the clicking beings. She smiled and shared, Well, let me tell you something. Every night I've been here, I've heard a clicking sound coming from the closet. I've searched the closet and the entire apartment for an explanation and found no source for the clicking. I shook my head mindlessly as I remembered my experience and said, Well, now I'm really going to blow your mind. When I experienced the clicking beings on my desk, I lived in the apartment right above this one. She asked how to stop them from communicating. I said the only thing I could think of is just open the closet door and tell them you are not interested in communicating. I told, I told her being direct typically works in the spirit world and maybe it'll work here too. She called me the next day and said she did just that and the clicking promptly stopped. So. I love it. Me too. That is not the first time that I've heard of the, uh, the clicking communication. No, she basically, basically was living the movie Signs. Yeah, I forgot about signs. Yeah, because they did clicking in that. Yeah, and I've I've heard it in quite a few other like close encounter encounters that people will hear the clicking, uh, if not in direct correlation with an entity. It's in the same vicinity as they see entities. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's bizarre that they they came back. And it was almost like they were pinged to that location. Yeah. You know, because the other lady had an experience in the same vicinity as well. It makes you wonder what what's going on in that specific geographical location or maybe even in that apartment complex for them to keep coming back and checking up on shit. Yeah, <sighs> and it's it's strange that the, the MUFON guy was like, yeah, we've had a lot of these reports recently in the area. You know, it... You almost wonder sometimes, you're like, is that a generic response to make you feel inclusive, or is it legitimate? Yeah, or are, are we really having a fuckload of these happen? Or to make, or maybe like give, make you have the false security that like maybe you have a one up on everybody else. Like, oh yeah, yeah you have this extra sensory ability. Maybe it's not going to be as threatening as like. No, and and how many people would want that anyways? I don't think many people would want that extra ability to be able to communicate with said beings. No, fucking Especially aliens. if all they can do is click at you. Not aliens, that's for sure. Clicking would be terrifying, though. Yeah. It'd be like out of a horror movie. I, I, don't, I wouldn't take it as like a positive thing. And it makes me think of like when we were talking about the Bledsoe shit and all the weird things were going on and we heard the electricity, like electric clicks. And yeah. Some people called it like uh, like the popping of the, uh, damn it, what is it called? I have no idea. Just escape my brain. The stuff you pack shit in. And you oh, like the little packing pop yeah, things. Yeah. The bubble wrap. <clears throat> Yeah, it's definitely, definitely weird. That was the it first thing. It is a bizarre encounter. First thing that popped in my head when we start talking about clicking beings is like me and you and the, the stuff that we were kind of going through at the time. And I don't know, man. That shit was weird. And also, another uh, correlation here is how the lady was having communication from her closet well it just so happens that if you know I, I know that you probably didn't and didn't like it but on a holophone episode there was a guy that called in and he was having communication from his closet yeah the, we need the anneal we need to get him back on yeah uh, i call in need or... to text him and see how he's doing if it's subsi- subsided at all if it's picked up because like i said if you rearrange the letters in anneal it spells alien Right, and now you have this encounter that... Also from the closet. Also from the closet, and it... At least, you know, by first judgment here, it sounds like it would be extraterrestrial. 
Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it sucks. It's weird. I kind of lost myself in the whole roping thing because you didn't really specify on it too much to begin with. I don't know if there was part of the stories that we missed. But anyway, thank you, Jennifer, for <clears throat> submitting your story. And I'll have to uh, check out your book for sure. For sure. If it's got stuff like this in here, I'm definitely, definitely yeah. in it. Curious. Uh, Kyle's got a whole bunch of good stuff put together here. Yeah. About cops and reptilians. Yeah, I think I know it got it took off in Discord. A couple people were talking about it, and I I scrolled up and I saw that Colleen. That was the first one that I saw. She had dropped the one of the links for the story, and it's kind of it's kind of strange because you know my I know you. One is not as good as the other and vice versa. However, uh, you click on the link and obviously like my default browser is Google, right? And so I go through what she sent me. I read through it and I, I kind of write a little bit. And then as usual, I'll try to continue the research, see if I can find uh, a different variant of the story or more to the story or different stories, similar, et cetera, et cetera. And on Google the only one that I could find was the one that Colleen sent me. But then I switched browsers and went to DuckDuckGo and typed the same shit in and fuckloads of them popped up. So it was, it, it's weird. You know, right. It's just strange that it, they're that blatant about kind of washing the internet of certain subjects. But this one here revolves around a man that I, I they call Matt. Now, on January of 2005, Matt was on a phone call with some relatives, and he mentioned how he hated his job. Same. Well, welcome to the club. But he took it a little bit farther. You know, he, he was bitching about his job, and his, his relatives were like, hey, it just so happens that the city of New Orleans is currently looking for police officers, and are, they're in dire need of them. So considering what they had mentioned to him, he puts in an application with the police department and it didn't take long to hear back and he ends up landing the job. So Matt was like, well, you know, at this point, what do I have to lose? I'm, I'm currently living in Chicago. This place sucks. So I'm, I'm just going to roll the dice, move down to New Orleans and live this new life. By July... Matt had completed about half of his mandatory training. He was loving the scenery change and just the overall path in life he had chosen at this point. Well, one night he wakes up and like anyone, he's a bit groggy, but it doesn't take long to realize he has no idea where he's at. It appears as though he was on a tightly packed train with dozens of other people. So, you know, as, as you can imagine, Matt kind of starts to freak out a little bit. He, he sobers up from his grogginess and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Before he could process anything, you know, talk to anybody, try to get more information from the, his surroundings, the train comes to a sudden stop and the doors open, people start to funnel out. As if that wasn't strange enough, when Matt exited the train, he realized that this wasn't actually a train. It was a metal cigar-shaped cigar craft. So Matt continues to follow the crowd into a building. He said the building inside was extremely dim. And before he could really grasp his surroundings and understand or even possibly just piece together where he could possibly be, his world view basically gets annihilated because you have this giant crowd of people who have entered this building and they're all, I would assume, they're all kind of standing around looking at each other, just confused and all of a sudden, a large group of reptilian beings start to gather in front of them. 
And he describes them similar in appearance to the ancient Ubaid statues. The average height of these reptilians was about seven feet. They had dark golden yellow eyes with slit pupils, sharp claws and fang teeth, shiny brownish green scales. They also had a short blunt muzzle, which like when you, when I envision a reptilian, that's, that's pretty dead on as to how I would envision them. He also said that all of them had a very serious demeanor about them as well. So with all this, the crowd of people that were standing around, they were more or less in a state of shock as to what was gathering before all of them. When suddenly one of the reptilians drew what could only be described as a, like a type of a ray gun. And he starts pointing it at the crowd of people. So everybody starts to fucking flip out because they don't know what's about to happen. And this thing just starts opening fire on everybody. Just starts shooting everybody. Matt said that these were blinding flashes of light that illuminated the area. Now, if you remember, you, you go backwards in our, our catalog here. We talked about uh, the Dulce base and, and the man that went down in the caverns. And he claims to have had been in contact with reptilians and been fired upon by reptilians. And he, he, he almost describes the same type of situation here. But back to Matt. Matt said he actually ended up getting hit, which made him very disoriented. He said it felt like a taser, which, okay, we can understand, especially Matt going through police training. He's probably experienced being tased. But he also said that it, it, was a, it, it felt like a taser combined with microwave energy. And my brain is like, well, what, what the fuck does micro, microwave energy feel like? I immediately think you're getting cooked. Yeah. Like it's first thing in my head. Like, like yeah, you get like it's really hot or something. Yeah. Like a hot dog in a microwave. Oh, that sucks. That is a horrible feeling. Ouch. I wonder so. why <clears throat> why the reptilians let this specific group of people know that they're there. I don't know, man. Did did Matt say that he recognized any of the other people on the I think train ship? Like I where, think he ends up recognizing some of them or doing research into it. I wondered if they were all law enforcement or if they, they were, are, are they? Uh, That's yeah, it goes on here. Um, everybody that was present during this was either military or law enforcement. That was the first place my brain went. That's like some men in black shit, right? There. Yeah. And Matt claims that this was a mass abduction event and that it actually took place hundreds of miles away from his home. Everyone present was law enforcement or military they were all unknowingly assigned roles in a planned training operation. Just like Men in Black. When Will Smith's getting tested. And yeah, it. yeah. Just like Men in Black. That was, the first, that was the first place my brain went. I was like, is everybody on this train, UFO, law enforcement, or military? It's interesting. Yeah, and it, it's strange. Which makes you wonder if the reptilians are really reptilians. Or if it's just like mock part of whatever this training is that whoever's above this is putting them through. It could be, man. You know what I mean? It could be. Or, or here's my, here's my off the wall fucking go. full send theory. We talk a lot about Project Bluebeam. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? You're going to, they're, they're staging the, Alien invasion before the actual alien invasion. But I mean, this this right here, it sounds like riot control. It's almost like the reptilians were, were wargaming like a riot situation. Like if they had to come in and quell the masses without actually annihilating all of them, like legitimately killing them. Did the... Did the ray just incapacitate them? That's for it. The most part? That's all it did was incapacitate them. That's weird. Yeah. It could, and it 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 could even be some sort of new 
government tech that they're they're trying. You know what I mean? Maybe like, instead of trying it on Johnny Q Public or some or, riot or some shit. That's a good. That's a good fucking thought too. Like, what if? What if we were rebargaining with the extraterrestrials? Because remember, you go backwards. They say Hitler made agreements for tech with them, and then we have. What if the reptilians are like, yo, we've got this tech. And the the United States government is going to be like, well, how about this? How about you put that tech up against our law enforcement and military personnel? We want to see how, A, it affects them, and if these guys can tactically cut, you know, get around you. Like, let's make this a training exercise. Let, sell your product to us. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense mm-hmm. because we wouldn't have to put, if we could get that tech, we could back, back engineer and we wouldn't have to put it in something that looks like a fucking ray gun. You know what I mean? Where people are like, well, that's a ray gun from Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, it could almost have been like, like, hey, we're, if we're planning on buying this tech from you, show us how it works. Yeah, exactly. Dem- demonstrate. Let's test drive this car. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the and the reptilians are like, yo, all right, well, we'll show you how it's done. Bring out your people, and we'll we'll just shoot them. We don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It is weird. It's fucking bizarre. Especially that he was like, the reptilian was chill, for the most part. You yeah, know? like he had a serious demeanor, but almost like something was like, all right, we're all here. You're all here. Let we'll do rip. this. Let it rip. Yeah. So. He says, you know, Matt says it was an operation in which the cold-blooded reptoids needed to learn how to perform riot control. No one during this exercise was fatally harmed. Other drills involving the reptilians would involve telekinetic abilities and various healing modalities. Matt says the global governments are more than aware of the existence of these beings. And for Matt, uh, a few weeks later, Katrina, a Category 5 hurricane, laid waste to his region. A lot of his colleagues ended up evacuating the area. However, Matt decided he wanted to stay and help people. A few a few years later, Matt was in a serious car accident, which left him with horrible injuries. So he wasn't he's no longer able to pursue being a police officer. But he did say that he would you know, have more encounters with these beings. So that was the end of what Colleen had sent me. So I started doing a little bit more digging and I'm assuming this is from the same person because it's the same area and they refer to this Matt. So I think I found another story involving Matt and it clearly. Hey, hollow cult, the weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized and with regular live music and events there's no in-store experience like it so just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots how awesome would that be nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots if you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 
basically says that Matt is definitely an alias. It's not his real name. Anyways, he goes on to describe how he's a New Orleans police department officer, which, all right, check the box for the previous story. He claims that he's had more than one abduction with the reptilians. So there's another check. All were paramilitary-style training scenarios. Now, apparently, according to Matt, after all these abductions, he started to experience some weird health symptoms. Matt developed new allergies. His senses became overly sensitive, and his fucking body temperature actually dropped three to four degrees. That's weird. That's insanely weird. That is weird. Especially when you're dealing with reptilians. Yeah. Like it, cold, that goes hand in hand right there. Cold blooded. Right. And this we're we're assuming this all happened after he was hit with the ray gun. I'm assuming so, yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Because at this point, it's almost like Matt like the way I'm reading it here is it's like Matt is aware of being abducted by the reptilians. I, I think the the one I read first was his one of his first encounters, if not his first. And then this one is somewhere down the line. I wouldn't say it's a second encounter because he says after all these abductions, he started having, you know, health symptoms. Matt even went as far to get blood tested to make sure it wasn't some type of thyroid condition. So he's been to the doctor trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him. And nobody can really figure out as to why these changes have happened. Now, I mean, that is strange. You know, um, aller- new allergies. As you get older, you develop. You can develop allergies, anyways. You know, because all my life, growing up, I've never been allergic to poison ivy. Now that I'm getting older, I can get. Po- it's not bad by any means. I get like literally a pin dot, one pin dot on my skin. But it goes to show that throughout time, your immunity slash allergies can can fluctuate, right? But some of these other ones, like your 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 body temperature consistently being three to four degrees cooler than it it's supposed to be is rather interesting. That is super weird. Um, according to Matt, so I, I guess the way I take it is Matt started to look into a lot of these reptilian cases. I, I I'm sure it's like with you know other people, it kind of starts to consume their life. And Matt says that he starts hearing about encounters with reptilians off the west coast of Florida. The two main locations were Punta Gorda and Northport. Matt traveled to one of these places. And he says around midnight, there was this like columns of light that started to fall into um, the neighbor's yard. He describes it almost like this silent lightning going on. Not long after seeing these lights, he started to hear large creatures in the bushes. At around 2.30 a.m., one of the creatures, this is insane. He says, <laughs> he says one of the creatures basically strikes a tree and... Cuts it in half with a single blow. <laughs> I'm just picturing this big ass reptilian hell? thing, and he cry chops a tree in half to go look, bitch. Look, I can do this to you. Did did he say that they're basically the same like reptilian creatures that? That's what he's implying. That's what. That's how. Okay. What? That's my take on it. Now, apparently, later on, they're actually ninjas. another another species of reptilians that he encounters, and they're ninjas. This one's got to be. Like the Bruce Lee of the reptilians. Yeah. I mean, he cry chopped a tree in half. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. These are reptilian government ninja officials. They're they're the hand, the reptilian hand. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, fo- foot. foot gland. Foot yeah, that's it. Hand. Reptilian foot. Hand and foot disease. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so why, I and I guess he now he's just he's trying to, the way I take it is he's trying to like force encounters with them. He's hunting them now. 
which doesn't seem logical at all because of what he's already been through with them. Yeah, you think he just like they're they're altering his essentially altering his body. Yeah. His genetics almost to where now he has allergies he was never allergic to before and his body temperatures all fucked up and now he's like, you know what? Maybe at this point he's like, fuck it. I don't really Well, yeah, what else do I have to lose? I'll just I just want to know suit. why this dude's karate chopping trees. I don't know, man. So ironically enough, a week earlier in in the the vicinity there was a similar report made by someone jogging. They saw the creature chop a fallen tree in half, and the way it was described is that it was to more or less intimidate the person jogging. Like, could you imagine seeing just the an upright shit. an upright alligator walk out of the bushes, stare at you, and then cry chop a tree in half and then disappear? Like that that's his form. That's like that's like the silverback running out and beating on his chest. Yeah, except that's, that's their way of doing it. Except that it's a a reptilian. Yeah, and B they have so much advanced technology that they can alter your your allergies and your body temperature, and instead they're gonna like caveman a tree in half. Like, like we don't need to physically know. harm you because we have all this advanced weaponry, but we're just letting you know. If if my ray gun does not work, I will karate chop you in half. I Which mean, I mean is intimidating. Regardless, that is very intimidating. Regardless, it could be it could have been a person karate chopping trees in half, and I'm not going to fuck with them. <laughs> right. But the fact that it's a reptilian karate chopping trees in half, this is a fucking game changer. I just maybe these are like the dumb ones. Maybe these are the ones that are be. the indigenous ones. You hear of like the Hollow Earth and all that shit. Maybe these are indigenous. Maybe the only experience they have with humans are watching Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. So they had to double down. Maybe they think I mean, all humans have you seen Predator? Yeah, they think all humans are the Terminator. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, I like that. I do like that. So you have to use the ray gun to melt their skin off, and then you have to use your Kung Fu grip karate chop to chop the the robot insides of the yeah. humans in half. Yeah, they're just they're just covering all their bases. Yeah, basically. it makes sense. I like it. Um, that was that took a turn I did not expect. Yeah, like, it's well, karate chopping trees in half. It's gotta be. It's gotta be like they're the indigenous ones, like the 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 ones that stay on the planet that don't don't have all this tech. Because Matt also later on he goes into the woods. At night. Matt, stop. And he says, you can't, if you want to find a reptilian, which this sucks, this fucking sucks. If you want to find a reptilian, you can't have a flashlight, you can't have a camera, and you can't have a weapon. He's like, they're way too smart to approach you if you have any of these items. What do they got to be afraid of? They're just going to karate chop you in half. I know. It does seem a little bit dumb. Because who's going to (laughs) go... Who's gonna go out into the the Everglades and shit with no flashlight or a weapon? And what weapon? I mean, if you go out there with a bow staff, they're just gonna cry to chop it in half. Exactly, you're screwed. So, and I, I guess okay. So let me back up here. I might have got a little bit confused. I think, I think like when I said earlier. How Matt said he saw the tree break in half. That might yeah. like this might be a prelude to it, like him going out there with no lights and no camera and oh, shit. Yeah. Because it Matt, says Matt. shortly afterwards is when he sees the tree break in half. Okay. But other than that, nothing nothing happens. I'm gonna square up with you here, Matt. Stop doing dumb shit. Yeah, that's not smart, dude. Like going down there and walking into the environment at night is dumb in itself. Because there's alligators, not not reptilians. Yeah. There's alligators. And snakes. Snake. Yeah. Did you see that snake they just killed? It was like 18 fucking feet long. No, and that would swallow you whole. Yeah. you're. It doesn't have to break a tree in half. No. Because it's going to break you in half and then eat both halves. Exactly. This is gross. But, like, I don't know. I say stop doing dumb shit, and then we talk about it. Yeah, we're going to go do dumb shit. Yeah. So uh, Leave it to the professionals, Matt. Yeah. Leave it to the professionals. We know karate. Yeah. Um. Anyways, That's not true. Yeah, it's far from the truth. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. I, I remember oh, setting that fucking alarm. Matt, <laughs> Matt just said, "Stop talking shit." Yeah. Uh, 
So, anyways, nothing else happens. He goes back inside around 4.30. As soon as he does this, he hears one of them let out a loud sigh, followed by what he describes as an alligator-type growl. Matt ran back outside and started to more or less harass the being for not approaching him. I assume it just made some more noises at him at this point, and nothing further happens. So I love it. You got a Bruce Lee cry chopping trees in half, seven foot tall being, and you're gonna go out there and talk shit to it. <laughs> it's fucking it's cool. Um I actually have audio, so that's cool. You got audio of yeah. Matt talking shit? No, of the supposed reptilian noises. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So it says the noises it made were just like what's on the David Eckert tapes. This man had been witnessing two white albino winged Draco aliens in the area. And these beings, they must have been the dumb ones too because they just kept vandalizing his truck. <laughs> I I am... Their scare tactics are on another level here today. It started off hot. Like, hey, we're going to abduct you. We're going to take you to this military training base. We're going to shoot you with ray guns. And then it's like, we just derailed. They're like, oh, you thought that you thought the ray gun that changed your anatomy was bad? Watch this. Karate chop a palm tree in half. And they're like, oh. chop truck mirror off. Then they just fly around using their little reptilian toenails to carve like, fuck you, into the paint of your truck. Catch me if you can, human. Oh, God, it's so good. All right, so with all that, I'm going to insert... The reptilian audio real quick. If so. I hear a reptilian's toenails scraping off trunk truck paint, I'm going to take my <laughs> headphones off. I hope it is. So that would be the audio of supposed reptilians. I I think this audio was pulled from a David Eckert, like a portal opening situation. But it's supposed to be similar to the sound yeah, that similar. whatever these reptilian beings were making. Yeah, exactly. Which it is creepy. Yeah, it sounds like fucking Godzilla. I Well, I mean, in order to karate chop a truck in half, you pretty much have to be Godzilla. That's true. I hope... Or I, I hope, wow. Yeah, I do hope it's Godzilla. But I was thinking, I think David Eckhart, um, he might use different audio waves and shit to theoretically open these portals. I'm not sure. It wouldn't be surprising. I, I know I know somewhere. a lot of people have uh, fucked around with that stuff. Why, why do you guys keep doing this? Because it's fun. Look at CERN. Yeah, we got, by the time this comes out, we're going to be on a different timeline, baby. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be in a different timeline. So, like I said, you thought 
they change the name of Chick Fil A, you just wait. You're gonna change the name try of our to, show. Oh, let's. That would. F- People already think we changed the audio ones before. No, they're gonna change the name of our show and reset us back to zero. To two douche bros. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's basically all I have for this this Matt person. And his reptilian. Uh, I did stumble across something else that was kind of relevant and interesting to say the least. Do you remember? I don't know if it was last year, the year before. No, it might have been a couple years ago. But the dude that tried blowing up the AT and T building in Tennessee on Christmas. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Well, just so happens he's a reptilian. This homie, his name was Anthony Quinn Warner. Reptilian. Uh, well, it's pretty strange story. You know, it gets it gets it's got quite a few articles on the internet. It's not hard to find. Uh, the way that these articles are written are kind of suspect to me because, and they're all written by, you know, outlets. I don't. I didn't really pay attention to which ones, but apparently, before he went, he went postal. He delivered a package to a few people close to him. In said package, he goes on and on about how politicians, even some major Hollywood heads, are actually aliens. Reptilians, to be more specific. Yes. He also pegs the Clintons, uh, a comedian, Bob Hope, Justin Bieber, and the Obamas. Now, this manifesto type, whatever the fuck it is, they delivered. It also contained uh, some of your more typical conspiracies, 9-11, 5G towers. Uh, apparently, his g- girlfriend had warned the police a year prior to said bombing, saying, you know, telling the police, hey, uh, my boyfriend is actually making bombs in his RV right now. <laughs> and the police never came through with it. They're like, no. Yeah. Didn't. I think, like, when questioned, they were more or less like, hey, that's on private property. Like, we don't have authority to go in there and investigate. Like, it sounds sus as fuck, right? They just said, LOL, okay. Right, right. Uh, but the the thing that I find the most interesting about all the articles you read, one in particular, uh, it goes a little something like this. Of course, you have the typical things. You know, they're, they're going through his personal effects, hard drives, pictures, documents, which none of them get further named as, as the investigation had panned out. But they go on to say they are specifically looking into the suspect's previous trips to an undisclosed area in Tennessee where he would camp and hunt aliens. What? Yeah. He would park his fucking RV out there and then go hunt reptilians. Well, that information needs to be disclosed. Right. To us immediately. I agree. I agree. But isn't it, isn't it just like weird wording, right? When you're reading that and they're like, this is what the authorities are focusing on. They want to know where said area is where he's hunting reptilians. They take, they make the rest of it sound like he's fucking crazy. You know, they talk about his conspiracy theories and the 9-11 and the 5G and this and that. But we want to know where he was hunting aliens at. We want to know. I almost feel like that's like icing on the crazy cake, though. You think so? For them to just put it out there like, yeah, and uh, in his spare time, he went out to Tennessee and hunted aliens. I know, but they said that's what the authorities are focusing on. They want to find this area. Because if he was making bombs in his RV at his home, that's going to be location number one to go through, right? Unless, I, mean, I don't know. If he has bombs in his RV, why the fuck would it matter if he's driving out to the middle of nowhere to Unless make maybe them? he was testing them out out there or something. Maybe, but That yeah, would have maybe. no... I don't know why they would even mention anything of aliens. You know, they could be like, oh, he went out to Tennessee to hunt, or he went right. out to Tennessee to camp, or... Unless, like it's I said, they're just wording, spreading man. the fucking... Trying to spread the crazy on top of it like this. It could be. Motherfucker's spending his time hunting aliens, which isn't crazy to us, because that's kind of what we do, but... I mean, I will... Before you went postal and started... Bl- and then that's the other thing. Why? Like, if you're trying to get all this information out about 9-11 and the towers and blah, 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 what, what good does it do you to blow yourself up? You know what I'm saying? Fuck if I know. 
unless I don't know, unless you took a, a page out of the Oklahoma City Bombers book and were like, well, that's the only way my my thoughts and theories are going to get recognized is if I blow myself up. Yeah, but why? Like the AT and T store, like. <laughs> I've I've I mean, heard think, all the I've think, heard all the theories and shit behind it, like, but I don't know. People are fucking. It's weird, man. It's a weird situation. I'm way more interested in his alien hunting. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, it just seems like a counterproductive way to get the truth out there. Yeah. Any any type of violence, like with the Oklahoma City bomber or anybody else, resorting to a mass violent agenda. I don't think that helps spin your narrative. I think it, it is counterproductive. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Hindsight. Like it, it does you pretty no much good. Outshines anything you're trying to put out. Right, there. exactly. Like it is not the move to make. You know, I mean, I. It, I did well, not hear that in today's about world, like what you and me are doing would probably be the most beneficial way. Even if your theories are fucking insane. I feel like podcasting or YouTubing or, or something of that nature to get your is probably the best way to get your message out. out. Yeah. Not building pipe bombs and blowing yourself up. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, just saying. I don't know. I just I like I said, I was digging around. I stumbled on this like I kept seeing the the titles for it and I'm like, what the fuck? I do remember the bombing. And did anybody get hurt in that one? I don't remember if anybody I did. I think I it was just him. I think it was just him too. Yeah, because there was all kinds of like weird conspiracy bullshit about the election, and that like the specific AT and T store was housing like some of the electoral counters or some shit like that. Like there was a whole like the whole controversy oh, yeah, was I tied into. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Was that. tied into that. the election, but I didn't hear any of this other shit. This like reptilian and alien hunting. And That's all, all that I shit. found. I had completely forgotten about the whole. Yeah. B- ballot bullshit. Yeah, it was all like overshadowed by the ballot stuff. Now I'm hearing yeah. this and I'm like, all right, all right. I can get I can get behind an alien hunter going. Oh crazy. yeah, like, for sure. Like it it, it just I wonder mm. I wonder if you Honestly, it seems convenient. Is the case I wonder if the case is still if it's if it's even if it's open since the I guy died. I wonder if you can file like a a FOIA to see if they have any information on the specific spots in Texas or in Tennessee that he was going. Oh, it'd be nice to get his his little manifesto too. <laughs> That's probably well off the record books at this point. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it would have implicating shit in it. Unless his, he actually stumbled onto something. I don't girlf- know. His girlfriend might know. Or Maybe. Or girlfriend or whatever. She straight knocked him out though, which, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really blame her. He's building yeah. a fucking giant RV pipe bomb. Yeah. Not not his brightest moment. No. He did kind of look like a crazy, though. I saw his picture. He looks kind of crazy. What is it with all these people, like, chasing aliens, blowing up? I don't know, man. Like, like I said, it, it's probably... I don't know. I don't want to say it. What's his name? The dude who built the UFO was going to go see the aliens, and then they thought he blew himself up on the mountain. I forget his know. name. We did an episode on him, but I can't remember anything because the reptilians have wiped my memory. That's probably big facts. Uh, I don't know. It seemed to play out rather smooth because we had we had an interview. I'm not going to tell you guys uh, about yet. Granger Taylor. Oh yeah, I do remember that name now. Yeah, he was looking for UFOs and he exploded. That sucks. Maybe exploded or disappeared. He either is on a UFO or he's blown up. Oh yeah, I do remember that now. I do remember that story. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, didn't he even say he was gonna he was he was gonna roll out? Like, yeah, like, he talked to the aliens through the television. And yeah. They were they didn't tell him, like his mom and dad and shit. They were gonna bring him back in seven years. Yeah, and he's and like, deuces. They, didn't, they found pieces of his truck blown up. Yeah, that's but right. But it wasn't actually his truck because it was yeah. a different color. Yep, I do remember. I remember. But yeah, it all it all ties in, you know, because me and Steve had a interview the other day, which I'm not gonna get about get into until it's ready to be released, but Ooh, I almost I was almost gonna shout it out. No, we'll wait till the time is right to shout it out, I think. Uh it was good. It was good. It was uh, awesome communicating with this person. Good conversation. Yeah, she's I hope she remains a friend to the podcast. I really do. Yeah, I th- I think we'll probably have her on. She said she's she's good to come on to our show if we ever want to just talk about weird shit. Oh so. yeah. 
I think it might. I think if that's the case, we we might reach out to her after after our episode airs with her. Maybe we'll have her on our show to talk about her new angle into her current research of the reptilian angle and what we had going on and this all is, and then just kind of let it go from there. I don't know. It was a, it was a good interview. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Like I said, I hope she remains a friend of hollow sky, hollow ally, hollow ally, kind of like, kind of like Tony, you know, us and Tony. Hell yeah. But I don't know. That's really about all I got so far. I know reptilians, the everything goes real deep with this shit. So it's it's almost like hearing that, it's almost like they're not the reptilians that I think of when I think of reptilians. When I think of reptilians, I think of like this ultra advanced, like uber intellectual race of beings that are the puppet masters behind all of our world governments. Yeah. Not like what he has seen. Well, I mean, I'm not saying they're not reptilians. Maybe they're completely different races because these just yeah. these uh, well, these almost notice, seem did less. Notice, did you notice how, like, in one of them, uh, like he he specifically references reptilians, but then later on, when he had when he was talking to that David Eckert dude, he he said that Eckert had Draco, yeah, reptilians. different races. So it was almost like he did acknowledge. Yeah. Like a different race. The ones that like he's talking about almost seem less like the cry choppers or the, the ray guns. Both of them. Both of them even seem like a step down from regular extraterrestrials, you know? Like they could be. Because yeah, that's true. They could I be. I guess whenever I hear reptilian, I just think of like these like the these overlords. Ultra I was gonna use the word oh overlord. Yeah. Well look at Greys. I mean you hear you hear a benign grays. You hear a malevolent grays. Yeah, there's so you many. Know, then there's the short ones, the tall ones. Yeah, and that's all just in the gray, you know, genre. There's a bunch of different. I think, I mean, like we've talked before, why wouldn't there be different True. races, kind of like there is with the human race? You know, True. I think it makes sense. And then I, I wouldn't assume that an entire race is all just a bunch of assholes. That doesn't make sense either. True. I mean, it's possible, but. I'm gonna give him benefit of the doubt. <laughs> you know, you might you might have a Pauly situation where you got a Graves who's, who's just down to fuck with it. He's like, all right, let's just go hang out. That's true. It is. It's weird, and you. I mean, you even hear of like alien races that are semi reptilian in appearance. So yeah, yeah. It could just be maybe it's just a. I mean, that, that one confused. was short and fuzzy. Remember that yeah, was story true. we had where he was poking the guy's feet and shit? It's <laughs> so weird. They all surrounded him when he was sleeping? Oh, just tickling his toes. Yeah. Bunch of assholes. It's the worst. That would make me so mad. <laughs> oh, if man. I got woke up by a little alien tickle on my foot. They'd be done. Somebody's about to get booted. They'd be done. Fucking little weirdos. We don't kink shame <laughs> here at the Hollow Sky Podcast. Not at all. But if you're in my house uninvited, don't be tickling my toes. Oh, tickling my feet while I'm sleeping is a huge fucking no-no. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Don't, don't, don't. That being said, we're going to wrap it up. If you're here. a gray, call us. Yeah. If you are a reptilian that is proficient in the world of martial arts. Yeah. Refer to <laughs> refer to the show notes, Mr. Reptilian, and give us a buzz. True. True. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Discord, Reddit, wherever. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast and come and hang out with us. Until next time, stay safe, stay weird. And if you see giant reptilians karate chopping trees in half, do not leave your truck anywhere where they can vandalize it. Thank you.